0: Fox News tonight. Axel, <laughs> biggest racist of Yo, all. if
1: we could make Fox
2: News, I don't care if it would be for some racist <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> no is pop- racism hurting Dungeons & Dragons groups? <laughs> Find out tonight at 7.
2: <laughs> oh, we didn't even write Hannity?
1: Hey everybody,
3: welcome back to another exciting episode of Swiss Army Scorpion's Pathfinder Podcast. This is Matt here, coming at you with episode number 22. Uh, We have finally hit level 4. And not only that, we have successfully pulled off a friggin' mutiny. We have our own ship. Devoth is the captain, Manny's the first mate, Scram finally has uh, achieved his dream of becoming the Master Gunner, and now we are on our way. Trolling the Fever Sea, we're uh, we're on our own. As always, make sure you guys give us a, a follow on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, If you could subscribe, download, like us on iTunes, on Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. Helps get the word out, helps get us recognized, and we really appreciate it. For now, though, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 22, Lickety Squibs. Titty
2: Twisters. Oh, perfect. Welcome back to Swiss Army Scorpion. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion.
1: Welcome back to Swiss Army
0: Scorpion. You can't ever leave.
2: So, we've got some exciting stuff to talk about. La, 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 la Level four.
1: Woop, woop. I did it. Just now. I just showed up. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Level four?
2: Why don't we go around one at a time and uh, just go over what our new toys are. Uh, we don't need to go into anything like to meta like what your what your new skill allocations are or anything but just like any fun new class features you got new spells ability point ability point that's a level us. So that's that's worth talking about so let's uh start with matt
1: all right, I'll so start with the most competent one
3: and <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to give the rest of you time to finish
1: leveling up <laughs> i'm done i was done well i was the first i almost said i was done before i walked in but I wasn't. <laughs> technically i finished before all of you Oh, so now it's a race. Who can finish first?
3: Because I have rolled, like, absolute dog shit on my last two levels of health, I put the ability point into constitution. Uh, not helping me yet, but it will next time, so I gotta play a little catch-up. All you gotta do is survive four more levels. Yep. <laughs> no problem. I'm confident. And other than that, my the will save on my raging song went up by one, and I got the ability to use Charm Animal once per day on
2: cows. <laughs> Ooh, what the fuck? What about well, sea cows? I know that'll type come of cow. Handy.
4: <laughs> can <laughs> we get a DM ruling?
2: Coming. Sea cows are not types of cows. It's, it's in their goddamn name. <laughs> their goddamn name is manatee. Also sea cow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sea cow is just a hurtful playground word someone came up with one day. Okay, sea cow. All right, Matt, keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's okay. all I get. Great. Char- charm-
2: I can charm cows. I'll, I'll be sure to sprinkle some in <laughs> every now and then. All right, Joe. What did the mass Shield get this level? So
1: the mass Shield got some totally sweet and powerful stuff. I got a secret weapon plus one. So uh, four times a day I can make my weapon uh, plus one. And uh, I also got channel energy. 30-foot radius, which is huge. Mm. NBD. NBD. And it's 1d6, but it's like everybody, so... All aboard. Nice. You know, the thing that Cinder has been doing since day one. Yes. Anything else
2: that you got at level four?
1: Um, No. An ability point, perhaps? Oh, yeah. I put it into strength because I'm a badass. And I want to hit that 13 in case I need it for feats. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Because I barely know what I'm saying. So You know
0: what I'm saying?
2: 13 strength. Yes. All right, Tom. So what did Scram get at level four? Uh,
0: Scram didn't get too much. uh, Considering that he is a wizard, he doesn't get bonus feats or anything like that. However, he did... You actually did do get bonus feats. What? At level
3: five. <laughs> At level
0: five.
3: Yeah. Anyway, good <laughs> to
0: But he did get new spell slots uh, and how many spells he could cast for a day. Uh, and his... I believe his will went up two to four. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I rolled pretty good on the HP as well.
1: Not as good as
2: me. I believe your, your hit points are about on par with Devoth's right now. At 27 good lord uh why
1: are, is he can, always in the back can't we use his scram, hp right no yeah. it's more a matter of why am i in the front <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> yeah why why am i rocking the highest hp <laughs> cuz you have the d10 hit die
1: let's oh yeah yeah um and your stupid weapon and i've been playing my never made sense to me that, okay.
2: gunslingers get the target touch ac and they're always in the back let's give them a full base attack bonus and d10 hit die yep
3: yeah well, the scald is up close and personal, so yeah, we're going to give them the D8 hit die and three-quarters base attack. Mm. <laughs> um,
2: hey, he's dead. <laughs> mm.
4: He'll always be. From the grave. He'll always
2: be yeah. right here. Uh, Scram, care to disclose what those new spells are?
0: No, I would not. What? You disclose. will find out. Disclose. Mm. Next week. Give me that character <laughs> sheet.
4: All right, Nick. You're the last one. What did Manny get for level four? Manny got a bonus fee. In which... He chose to put that in weapon focus, giving me a plus one to all attacks made with firearms. Because he needed help. Hitting that touch (laughs)
2: AC is pretty tough, so. It's
4: (laughs) tough, but it was more for feats down the road. Right. Right. He's paying the feat tax. I also crafted 50 alchemical cartridges for my gun, which now allows me to reload as a free action. And I put my ability point into dexterity. Because all of my ability scores were on even numbers, so it didn't really matter.
2: Okay, so that's level four. So now let's get to the other matter at hand, which is you guys are now free pirates. So let's just take a few minutes and talk about what that means. Let's just go. Let's just go through some uh, some elements that you had to deal with on the Wormwood and the Man's Promise, and uh, you know, just see what what you guys are going to do with your new regime. So. Uh, is Bloody Hour still going to exist? If not, what sort of disciplinary system are you going to put in place of it, if any? What are you What are you going to do to keep your crew uh, sharp? Keep them straight.
3: Well, I would have to say along along the same vein of throwing the two whips overboard. Bloody Hour is no longer going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, Tom and I were kind of discussing this over the week, and. I think we came up with a good solid solution is that people that mouth off or aren't working hard enough or we'll just kill them. need a little kick
1: in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Throw these whips overboard. <laughs> Give me as well <laughs> as
2: anybody not yeah. working the at one hundred percent. Plug was too soft on these fools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my axe? <laughs>
3: no, uh, we're going to start instead of whippings. We're going to essentially dole out work punishments. Oh. So what does that mean? People that are shirking duty get to they're going to get stuck in the bilges, or they, they're going to get stuck with mainsail duty the next day.
0: Okay, I so mean,
3: generally we're going to need people doing that anyway, but. As a punishment for people that are slacking or being disrespectful, they're going to be given that ahead of assigning random tasks.
2: Okay. So here's the other side of the uh, keep keeping the crew straight coin. Did uh, we what have d- to
1: still drink? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Say? What about
2: rum rations? Will, yeah. will they be mandatory? Uh, are you guys going to have some other method of controlling or improving crew morale? Uh, rum rations are not going
3: to be mandatory, but they will be available.
2: Tight. All right. Let's bring it out to just in general. Like, what kind of pirates do you guys want to be? Are you gonna go out? Are you are you out for the fame and the glory? Like, you want everyone to know your name? Are you just looking for treasure? Um, uh, are you gonna have any sort of like moral compass on like we're not gonna take that ship's treasure for this reason, but we are gonna take that ship's treasure for that reason?
3: Oh, I think we're gonna be pretty indiscriminate. As far as like, who were, like, what ships we're going to plunder. Um, <laughs> Ship full of orphans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get plundering, boys!
3: <laughs> Easiest plundering of your life. Uh, the only exception there is Devoth is going to flat out refuse to have anything to do with any sort of slave trade.
1: Oh, how noble. Okay.
2: It's Th- a fairly common line in the sand, in the shackles. A lot of people are pro-slavery. A lot of people are anti-slavery. So uh, you'll be making a lot of friends with that decision. You'll be making some enemies, too, mm. depending on how overt you are with that stance on uh, how hands-on you are about stopping it in general. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So what are your goals as pirates, and how do you plan on reaching them?
1: If I could take this one. Go
2: go for
0: it, Joe. <laughs>
1: please, please do, random crew member number
0: five. <laughs> yes. Wearing a red shirt. Can <laughs> I wearing here. a red shirt? It's no. a Star Wars joke. Yeah. Star Trek joke. So
1: I have my own sort of mission that's uh you guys are helping me with. Oh we are. <laughs> yeah. So uh I'm like I'm like more like a Professor Oak. Like a an old fatherly figure who is like hanging around the ship. Not not like really a real plundering grandpa. ass. So yeah, I'm just kind of uh I'm not super into the pirate life, but it's a means to my end. So that's where that's where I'll be
0: scram kind of wants to be more of uh, the dead eye of the sea with um with ballistas uh, I believe I'm the dead eye of the sea <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, with major firepower ballistas uh, catapults and just want to be
3: <laughs> I will say I have to say I think that's <laughs> the in hindsight the single best thing I did was making manny first mate because then everyone else would be like why the hell isn't manny the
1: master gunner yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's the only guy with a gun. <laughs> I can't wait to see Scram on huge cannons and ballistas and stuff.
0: You know?
2: Man's um, I mean, Promise does have ballistas, which do count as siege engines, which do uh, synergize with your archetype. Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if those had been disabled or
3: anything when we took it over, or if like Captain Harrigan had like, taken all the ballista bolts or something.
2: We put big rubber bands on them so they don't fire. <laughs> <laughs> like lobster claws. No, you guys still have your uh, ballistas and ammunition. Uh, Harrigan had had no use for him. They were just going to get sold along with the ship. Mm. I, to answer your question, Tom, I have no idea how much of what. <laughs> so we'll go into that when we go into that. That's going to be a need to know, basis. Mm. Anyone else have any uh, goals, personal or otherwise,
3: as a pirate? I mean, definitely first off, we're heading to Rickety Squibs to finish getting the ship outfitted like we were <laughs> apparently already headed for. Mm-hmm. So we're going to finish doing that. And then I've got my own little... Uh, vendetta against a certain captain that the rest everyone else hasn't met yet so i'm definitely going to be on the lookout for
2: word of him prowling the shackles all right ominous besides that uh what are any plans after rickety squibs the whole point of going there is to get your ship squibbed Mm -hmm. uh give it a fresh coat of paint no one will recognize it that's seen it before you guys can't get traced back to the man's promise or captain harrigan Um, So you'll essentially be able to do whatever you want. Hunt down Captain
1: Harrigan! (laughs) Yeah.
3: Eventually!
2: I I definitely want to kick his ass
3: if we find him, but I'm not... When we find him. Right now, I'm not worried about it enough to go and actually
4: actively hunt him Harrigan never actually did anything to us. Like, it was all plug and scourge.
1: Yeah, I
3: mean, that's where a lot of my anger was Particularly they were his rules because it was his ship, but we got revenge on the actual perpetrators. Right, exactly. (laughs) My basic thought is going to be, uh... We're gonna finish up at Rickety Squibs and maybe start making our way north towards Tempest K, since we have that note about the buried treasure there. Oh yeah, that was tasty. So, so I mean, it's sunken gonna sunken treasure, sunken, sunken treasure. Sunken. It's gonna take us a long time to get there, but I'm thinking on the way we should have plenty of opportunity for plunder and making a name for ourselves.
2: Unless anyone has anything else to add, we can uh, we can get into it. Okay, I think we're good. So we last left everybody, just kind of sailing off into the sunset. Mm. Well, noon sun, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Headed heading north towards Rickety Squibs. Did anyone have anything they wanted to accomplish on the way there? Any any role-playing they wanted to do? Nope. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, real quick, just really
3: quick. I just wanted to say, I know we all made a point of giving Mass Talmud a really nice Viking funeral send-off. Mm-hmm. With everyone else that we killed, they all get unceremoniously just dumped overboard. Okay. Without so much as a "How do you do,"
2: you just chum the waters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know actually need to be stated.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear. Well, Matt already started with fifths. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, so actually, before we get into the role playing, there is one more thing we need to go over. So I've handed out everybody a little uh, bunch of papers. A little um, bunch
4: of papers.
2: There's two mechanics that you guys need to worry about now: infamy and disrepute. They're typically going to be the same number except at certain points so the the big
4: (laughs) that made sense at all (laughs) i got two things you have to worry about are going to basically be the same number except Except when when they're they're different at different points yeah (laughs)
2: all right so so infamy is the sum of all the outlandish stories and rumors about you and your crew being told throughout the shackles a group's infamy store score can never be more than four times the average party level. By the way, your infamy score is one. Hey, they know us. <laughs> disrepute is a spendable resource. It's your ability to literally cash in on your reputation. Uh, your disrepute score can never be higher than your infamy score. Disrepute can be spent on dispositions, which become available at specific infamy thresholds. The first threshold is ten. Ten. Uh, Mm. So you can't currently spend Disrepute on anything, which is why, for the most part, your Disrepute will equal your Infamy. Basically, think of your Infamy as the bowl Mm. and your Disrepute as the water in the bowl. So it can never exceed the bowl, but it can get scooped out to be used for stuff. But then you can refill your Disrepute, but if your Infamy is already at its maximum amount, because the mechanic that refills it brings them up equally... At the oh. same time, if your infamy is at its maximum, only your dispute is going to go back up. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes
1: more sense with the hands going up and Thank then you. meeting each
2: other. I hope everyone <laughs> at home saw that, <laughs> the hands that I was using. Um, so to win infamy and disrepute, you're basically going to, it's anytime you're at port, you pick one of your group to be the storyteller, Gee. Scram. That person basically goes to the local pub Uh, hangs out by the docks just like there's a large group of people and just you know tells tells tales about your crew and how badass you guys are nice makes a makes an infamy check and if it's successful your infamy and distribute go up if it's not successful it doesn't change
4: real quick how do you make an infamy check you roll a d20 Add it what so the storyteller can make either a
2: bluff a perform or an intimidate check Uh, The DC is 15 plus twice the average party level. So right now it would be a 23, DC 23. Anybody who's also there can assist. You can also spend plunder as just like a way of like buying drinks for everybody or like, like here's the spoils of our, of our piracy. And that'll give you a bonus on your infamy check. Um, So if you pass that DC, uh, your infamy and distribute go up by one. If you pass by five or more, it goes up by two. If you pass by ten or more, it goes up by three.
1: Ooh. That does make sense, though, because if you're in a pub telling about all this fucking uh, plunder you got. Yeah. And then everyone's like, yeah, wow, plunder. And, and they're you're like, like can s- I have a drink? And they're like, you're like oh, sorry, I'm I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you're, you know, kick the door in and buy the place, mm-hmm. then it maybe more believable. So you can get
2: up to three infamy and disrepute for a roll, and you can only roll once per night. And it requires a full day. to. Mm. It's a full day process to do this. You can get up to five Infamy and Disrepute from any one port uh, until your Infamy threshold goes up. Mm -hmm. So, if you look at the threshold table, the first threshold is Disgraceful. So you'd be the Disgraceful Pirates of blah blah blah. Uh, The next threshold is Despicable Pirates of blah blah blah. Uh, The idea of that basically being until you reach the next threshold, you only have so many stories to tell. Mm-hmm. So everybody at the same port is going to be like, we heard this one already. You're mm. not going to gain more points. Right. Um, now, if after like spending your plunder and everyone assisting and everything, you still fail that check, you can spend three points of plunder to get to re-roll that check. As to be like, uh, but don't take it from me. And then you just like throw more shit at them. <laughs> so
1: yeah we once beat a ship full of pirates no problem we were just throwing change at them yeah right
2: (laughs) okay that's how it's gonna be yeah so right now you guys won't be able to do much with it until you get to 10 infamy disrepute
3: so right now our max infamy is 16 16. yes for fourth level
2: yep so you got and you guys can look at the uh at the table below and you can see what disgraceful impositions gets you as you get higher and higher uh, lower tier dispositions will like cost less and eventually just be free. So it's just something to uh, something to look look into. It's really the only thing we need to talk about on the air. Uh, the other two, the other three pages are about like selling plunder. The size of the town you're in uh, will dictate how much of a return you'll see per plunder. Uh, so like a Thorpe is like a like a tiny little village. They're not gonna have a lot of gold. Right. So if you're like here's a ton of cinnamon worth one plunder they'll be like, okay thanks here's a hundred gold like that's all we have yeah
1: I guess we're at the cinnamon town now <laughs>
2: <laughs> so each point of plunder is worth a maximum of a thousand gold yes um, however you can make, certain checks when selling your plunder to bump that max sale up. And you'll see that all the way to the right on that. Yep. So if you're in a large city or a metropolis, you can actually get more than a thousand gold for each point of plunder, depending on how well you make your, uh, your uh, sale DC. And, and that is rolled with bluff diplomacy or intimidate or an
4: applicable profession check. Devoth was the right person to be the captain.
1: <laughs> yeah. That makes <laughs> like, sense. Yeah. You want to make any money be in an actual pirate team? Like, yeah, you need a guy like Deva. Yeah. Um, my God, can you imagine if Scram was the captain? Um, could, could you please buy this one ton of cinnamon?
3: <laughs> um, um, hey guys, can 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 you squ- can you swap the deck?
0: <laughs> I'm super serious right now. I'll, I'll murder you with my flaming sphere. <laughs> <laughs> he probably uh, would just crack and murder. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he would, he would. Uh,
2: so then, like going down from there, it's just kind of like just general numbers that. You may need to reference at one point or another, like sailing check modifiers, what to do if your ship catches on fire, different sailing actions you can take. Those aren't going to be super important for most of the AP, but then other parts of the AP, they're going to be super important. So you got the full ahead, which is just you slowly speed up to your ship's maximum uh, speed. Hard to port, hard to starboard, are you're literally like like fishtailing, like making a, a 90 degree turn. Uh, Heave 2 is where you like make a 180. Make way is when you try to uh, uh, basically like you're trying to like get like like one up on another ship. You kinda like try to get in their way or like try to try to trip them up in some in some way. Stay the course is you literally do nothing. You just continue to do you continue to go forward. Full astern is you go backwards, and uncontrolled is when nobody's at the wheel or If your ship is, like, propelled by rowers, like, the rowers aren't there, or, Mm. like, the sails are torn asunder or something, like, the ship's, like, it can't move. Uh, So that's the rest of that page. Then you got ship-to-ship attacks, grappling and boarding, damaging a ship, miscellaneous actions, and that's it. All right, so, who has something they'd like to
4: do before you get to rickety squibs? I do. Okay. First thing I want to do is get Devoth and Scram into the cabin's quarters. Oh, kinky. Ooh. Which I imagine wouldn't be too hard. I assume Devoth's probably in there.
3: I mean, for the I most part, I'm going to be on deck helping the crew because right now we need all hands to help sail the ship.
4: All right, then let... All right, but like, we'll do this. We could do it like end of day or something like that. As everyone's breaking, I'm going to grab Devoth and Scram and pull him into the captain's quarters.
0: Okay. All right. Follow?
4: Uh, so when we met S.H.I.E.L.D., he kind of, he was saying he was like, Paying attention to us with scribing spells.
3: Scrying, yes.
4: Scrying, yeah, scrying. And it kind of made me think, like, whenever I would talk to anyone on the Wormwood, like an officer, they would always say shit like, you know, the, the Wormworld has ears and stuff. Like, kind of sounds like that scrying spell stuff S.H.I.E.L.D. was talking about. I mean, that's entirely figured, possible. You, you might know. Are you,
3: are you saying that the Wormwood had ears was the Masked S.H.I.E.L.D.
4: spying on us? It's so juicy. Well, <laughs> if it was mass shield, I guess what I'm more concerned about is if it wasn't mass shield and it did have scrying spells on it.
0: Yeah, I I think I know what you're saying. Uh, the wormwood had definitely had means to do so. Uh, there was a there was a clock on board that had um, a large amount of divination magic. Uh, it seemed to amplify spells. See, that's what I'm worried about. If that dude shield.
4: Knew all that stuff about us, and Captain Harrigan has access to that magic. Do you really think he was going to let Plug sail away with his ship and not know what was going on?
0: That is a good point. I did not think about that.
4: I think we need to figure out a way to protect ourselves. For I mean, I mean, for all them, we know, he could know already, which means he's definitely going to be coming for it. Well, he can try. Agree.
3: I want to step right outside. You know, just step to the door, open it, and go. Hey, Mass Shields, come here. Oh, right away.
1: I hustle over. Because I'm a swap now.
0: <laughs> How fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
4: all you ever know. Yeah, what are yeah, you? Yeah, that
1: was a straight uh, demotion? demotion, I'd say, from
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. Cook's assistant. From executive a, executive cook's, assistant. cook's assistant. Well, that guy died,
1: so. <laughs> yeah. you know. When the CEO of a company dies, someone will fill his place, but not like a random guy off the street, usually. <laughs> so when you get in there,
3: you're going know, you said you were watching us through scrying, right? Yes. Do you think you could do some scrying right now? Tell us maybe where the wormwood is? Oh, wait. Hold on. Maybe I, I'll i have to
2: see how good my bluff check is. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's find out right now. <laughs> yes, well, let's...
0: Have you been... Wait, Roll no. bluff, Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick. But, unless you want to just come clean.
1: Can, can a... War priest, even scry, is that something I would be capable of doing? Not yet. So the question then was, can I scry? Yes. Um, to which you said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <Should, laughs> I did say that. <laughs> Suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
4: I'll say sure. And oh, I'm going to be rolling a sense motive on this as well. Boy, yeah. <laughs> don't even bother Joe I smell your bullshit before you open your mouth with a natural 20 <laughs> I also had a natural 20 <laughs> <laughs> the the double teamed on the 20s <laughs> the dice knew well, better than the trash well I don't know Joe how much is your
2: bluff modifier maybe you still made it is it think plus
3: 27? <laughs> I don't remember
2: yeah. putting
1: 27 skill points. Because that's the only way you're going to beat my sense motive. Check. Yeah. Mine's at a 26 total <laughs> right now. Mine's at <laughs> <in the> a 30s. <laughs> my modifier is zero. <laughs> Alright, so that's a
2: 4 on your bluff. <laughs> okay. Which is beaten by a 27 right. and 30. Something. Thanks for clarifying that. You're welcome. I,
1: I must not be feeling it today. You are full of shit. I am the mass shield, however.
3: And you're just as useful as your protege. I, I hold my finger up and
4: just let
1: that be stinging me I don't
4: I don't think the important thing is us trying to scry on Captain Harry I don't particularly care what he's doing I don't know how you feel about We that.
3: must care what he's doing uh, That's enough, back to work I dismiss yeah. the mass shield Shove him out of the <laughs> captain's corner <laughs> I slam
4: the door closed behind him Swap, 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 swap
1: well, I think that went well. <laughs> I think they like me.
4: I think it's more important that we have protection against him scrying on us.
3: No, I agree. My main reason for calling him in was to make sure that he can't... Like, it wasn't mm. actually him scrying on us. So him being here isn't a threat to okay.
0: us being found out.
4: Scram, what do, you, do you know anything about
0: an anti-scrying... Well, from what I understand is uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't scrying on us. He did know our names. Uh, he did know who we were. Uh, so he might have who, had a... The mass shield? Yeah. Yeah, so he had... Oh, I, I don't care about that, buffoon. he's harmless.
3: Yeah, so that, all that means is he had some way of scrying on us, but it wasn't actually him doing it. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about him physically spying on us right now.
1: Uh, real quick, if you look out the window, I'm swabbing real good. Are you looking <laughs> in the porthole? No, but <laughs> doing a good
0: job. I'm certain there's some anti-magic force field we can uh, come up with.
4: I think that that should be our first goal after we get squibbed.
3: That's a good idea. Uh, Scram, I'm going to put you on that. Get uh, Get looking. You're the magician here, so this is going to be up to you to protect us from magical detection.
1: Devoth would call him a magician. (laughs) It seems like kind of like a diss, you
4: know? Is Devoth still wearing. Oh, uh, I'm wearing a mask. Helmut's mask. Oh, yeah. We have
0: to formally address that. (laughs) Oh, um, I'm about to. uh, I do reveal that I um, took the old officer's stuff as.
3: uh, (laughs) You cheeky little pirate. What did you find? I
0: found 1332 gold and a lot of other. A lot of other stuff, mostly uh, rings and other accessories.
3: Now the trick. You found 1,332 gold. Are we going to split
4: that with the mass shield? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Fuck that guy. You don't
0: know him. (laughs) Uh, No.
4: (laughs) All right. At a game, I think the best way to handle this is to say in game, no. And then, Joe, whenever you need to actually purchase money,
3: just just understanding you're going to take it out. Yeah. Okay. So, by that count, the three of us each get another 444 gold. Taz Dingo. Um, I am so taking that bicorn hat, by the way. I'm putting that shit right on. Nice. Is that okay. a hat or is it a helmet? It's a bicorn hat. Think like Napoleon hat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. Two.
2: <laughs> yeah. As Bi-
3: opposed to- bicorn, next has no, got a Tricorn. tricorn. Yeah, I was like, as opposed to Nick's Tricorn. It, tricorn.
4: it actually like, feels more appropriate, too, for the um, positions. The Bicorn feels more like a captain's mm-hmm. hat, and the Tricorn feels like an officer hat.
2: I believe Bicorn was above Tricorn.
4: Like, yeah. That was like an actual like, yeah. distinguishing thing. Noticing Helmet's mask or, yeah, helmets mask on Devoth still. Mm-hmm. You know, I really miss Helmet Boys. I gotta say, Devoth, I'm liking that Eau de Maje. I'm wearing his mask. I think I might make one and don it myself.
3: I think that would be quite appropriate. I'm going to uh, do my best to try and honor his memory and encourage as many people as I can to do the same. Agreed.
2: All right, cool. Anything else that anyone wants to talk about during this officers' meeting?
4: I think I'm good.
0: What are we doing about their stuff? Uh... I, are we going to hand it out like the... Um... you talk talking about like paying the crew? No, there's they're stuff that I took. <laughs> are we going to do the same thing as uh, Wormwood, or are we going to... I
3: mean, of the people that you looted, only Tam Narwhal is still alive.
0: That is true.
3: I say we take all of this stuff, put it in the Quartermaster store, and we do it to well, Tam like they did to us when we first came on. He can ac- earn it back.
2: Actually, Shavika... Oh, that's right. Tilly Brackett. And Jack's They were all Scrimshaw. in the
3: officer's quarters, too.
2: Yeah. Side note, as far as actually paying the crew, when you bring your ship in to sell plunder, the, the short end of it, you can do it as a different system if you want, but what the game wants you to do is you give one point of plunder to the whole crew, and then you sell the rest of your plunder. If you do more than that, then you're looking at an easier crew to control. If you do less than that, then... You might need to worry about uh, an unhappy crew or maybe a mutiny, depending on how little you actually pay them. Okay, that makes sense. You sure
4: you don't want to just start off on a clean slate? As
3: far as I'm concerned, this is a clean slate for them.
4: All right. So with that, you guys go back out. I am going to make my mask. Okay. But I want to make mine from a piece of white cloth, and I want to dye it
0: red. Badass.
4: Nice. Because Manny's gonna build the lore of being basically Devon's assassin. Oh. And you know you're in trouble when you see the man with the red mask. Oh <laughs> shit. Manny the deadeye.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, leave it to Manny to be so cool.
4: Yeah, so I come back on up on deck with a with a sweet red mask. Yep. Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh do I see
1: the red mask? Everyone so. sees yeah. the red mask. I I want to turn it role playing seeing that thing. Go for <laughs> it. Right now? Do I see it? Yeah, you see it. I see him come out with a red mask on. Yeah, you do. I bring over my mop and bucket. Or just the mop, I guess. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's quite a mask you've got there. Yes. It's for Helmet. For Helmet! Yes, I love it. I love it. So, uh, I suppose he told you all about the Brotherhood. Never once. Never mentioned it. Oh. Right. Yes, well. (laughs) Well... B- work to do, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. back to work to do. de hum. Agree.
3: <laughs> While we're on the subject, I would like to make another mask right now, mm-hmm. and I would like to have a word with Crimson Cogward. Oh, okay. He's. uh This would be like a nighttime thing, you know, when everyone's settling down at the end of the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah.
2: Scram. Are you making a mask?
0: Scar's not going to make a mask. Oh, Count on fans. Scranton to oh, yeah. not be a team player. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I will. I mean, you
4: can't just make a basic mask after I just produced the red mask. That's true. <laughs> Give him
2: a little time. Yeah. Okay, so uh, based on your heading, based on your speed, where you started, where you know you're going, you know that getting to Rickety Squibs will take a little over two days. Uh, so we'll just cut to uh, tonight and. I believe Devoth had some business with Crimson Cogward. I did indeed. I
3: invite him into the captain's cabin for a second. Oh.
2: so he comes in, uh his bandana looks a little shinier than usual. He's like kinda like straightening his clothes. He like he 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 walks into the captain's cabin, he's just like taking it all in, like, oh, I <laughs> finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> and he like he sees you, he gives you a salute. Captain Crimson, you wanted to see me.
3: I did. I just wanted you to know that you were a good friend to the Mast Helmet.
2: I, I I was. He was the only one on the ship that uh that appreciated the Grey Lady the way I did. Pharasma
3: Well, you should have a conversation with the the new guy, the mask shield one sometime. some I think you might have some things in common. But before then, I don't I'm sure you've probably noticed, but many and myself have taken to wearing masks ourselves. I have noticed. They're very spiffy. Why thank you. And I pull out the other mask that I made. I think that the masked helmet would be honored if you would wear one in remembrance of him as well.
2: He doesn't hesitate, reaches out, grabs it, and he puts it around himself,
1: ties it up. Guys, I'm going to cry. More people have donned the mask in his death than in his life. He's like an artist. (laughs) His work
2: becomes ten times more valuable after his death. He says, wow, uh, thank you very much, Captain, Captain Devoth. I do like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you earned it. You really kicked ass during that mutiny. Well, is there anything else you needed me for, Captain?
3: No, that was all. Just, uh, if you could, maybe, uh, let it be known amongst the crew that anyone else that wishes to honor the Masked Helmet's memory is welcome to do
2: so. I will. I'll spread, I'll spread the word of, of the Mask. And, uh, he kind of, like, flicks his wrist and, uh. Like, a mug just kind of slides out of his sleeve that he was in the middle of drinking, and he, like, leans back, drinks it, and, like, turns on one single heel and just (laughs) makes his way out of your cabin. (laughs) Nice. All right, uh, so Scram, what, what are you doing during this trip? Just kind of scribing?
0: Yeah, I'm continuing to scribing. What you scribing? Uh, more spells. <laughs> he's well, I know uh, that. He's
3: just got that giant whale skull next to oh, his that bunk. that whale skull, yeah. Just yeah. right in the way. All right, so,
2: so, tell, so what have you uh, gotten scribed so far? So, so far,
0: what I have... So it's,
2: it's been one day.
0: Yep. I have hypnotism, mm-hmm. and I have blur okay uh, scribe down
2: all right does anybody have anything they would like to do for the dura- for the remainder of the uh, trip yeah my only thing is I'm still gonna tell stories at night I'm
4: not a captain who's too good for his crew
2: okay we'll see if that
4: lasts <laughs> good because we didn't have much other entertainment going on
2: all right so it's a it's a tough trip you guys are short stabbed even with uh even with the officers pitching in. Maybe uh, you'll find some extra help that you can take with you from, uh, from Ricky's, but it's a hard couple of days of sailing, but eventually you reach the Slithering coast and you're just kind of following it. You're not quite sure what you're looking for. You know that by necessity, it's kind of a hidden establishment. Yeah, none of us have been there before. Yeah. But eventually, the shoreline breaks as you round a tall headland, revealing a hidden cove at the mouth of a wide jungle river its sluggish brown waters staining the waters of the Blue Sea like an ugly bruise. You can just make out a series of docks built farther up upon this estuary, including a boathouse, with buildings concealed beneath the overhanging limbs of the jungle beyond. A wooden watchtower stands upon the promontory of the headland, carefully concealed among the trees to provide a clandestine view of the sea. As you sail past the headland, a checkered flag of yellow and red is raised above this tower. An answering flag of blue is hoisted upon the yardarm at the docks ahead. A number of people emerge from the shaded buildings and gather on the piers to watch the approaching ship, which is you. A small, single-masted longboat then sets out from the boathouse, heading your way. Unless someone does something about this, nope. the, uh, the ship eventually reaches you, and uh, one of the sailors hails you from the ship's deck, signaling you to drop anchor. I give the orders to drop anchor. Okay, anchor is dropped. Emergency brake is pulled. So you guys drop anchor, and uh, a longboat is launched from the ship that approached you. And they row up to you guys. Looks like they want to come aboard.
3: I'll drop the rope ladder for them. All
2: right, they climb up. Cut and
3: a, I cut a nice profile with the bicorn hat and everything. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> you got like the sun like directly behind you, like cutting a sharp silhouette. <laughs> we gotta get him with like a bird of some sort. <laughs> I have Ooh. a mechanical
3: parrot on my shoulder.
2: Oh, you do? Oh, that's yeah. true. You got the mechanical yes. parrot. <laughs> I can't wait for you to use that thing.
3: Oh, I'm excited. <laughs>
2: so six sailors uh, climb up, as well as a very old looking man. He's got a halo of white hair, uh, a tiny wispy beard. He's missing a lot of teeth. He's got a big old gold earring. He looks exactly what a really old pirate would look like. Mm. Well, once he gets up there, he's short, stoop-backed. He's got a weather-worn face. It's pretty obvious that this man is Rickety, uh, Rickety Hake, the owner Ooh. of Rickety Squibs. Okay. So he gets up there, and he doesn't really address anybody. He's just kind of looking around, checking the, the rigging, checking where the lines going to the deck. He's like, mm-hmm, yep, okay.
3: Like, I'm, like, I'm just going to stay in there, like, arms crossed, watching him not worried or really offended just letting him do his thing and i'm waiting i know he'll address business eventually i'll just be Uh,
1: patient uh so yeah a few minutes pass he's senile (laughs) this is a boat i take it (laughs) (laughs) how did i get here
2: (laughs) so yeah after a few minutes he kind of like straightens up like he's like his back is still like yeah like a freaking protractor um, like back cracks a couple times. I mean, like, finally, like he looks at the crew, like he's like just noticed that they're there, and he goes, "Who's the captain on this ship?" I step forward.
3: That would be me.
2: Ah, so it is. Nice hat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you.
2: So, uh I take it you're here for a squibbing.
3: That is what brings us here. Yes.
2: Very well. Very well. So you got a uh pretty standard sailing ship here, my. Standard price for squibbing a standard sailing ship is 2,000 standard gold pieces. Before we begin, will you be able to pay this total? If not, we can discuss payment plans.
3: We can pay this, but it would leave us without much for the crew. Although, might I offer you a bit of barter instead of straight up money?
2: I am not beneath bartering- this Finally, is true.
3: We're gonna sell scram. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> please wait here one moment, and I go into the captain's cabin. I unhook the hospitality's hammock and bring it out, and I, I, you know, I bring it out to him, and I, I like, I hand mass shield one end of it, and kind of hang it out, just show him that it's it's a very nice looking hammock, and I tell him just roughly what it does. Like this hammock will give you the greatest night's sleep you have ever felt, and I'm sure no one such as yourself has any. Need to deal with seasickness, but the previous captain had it, and it is worth a pretty penny. I think it might cover your expenses quite nicely.
2: He looks at it, gets really close, he's kind of like running his finger along the the ropes. It's a very nice hammock. You're, you're right about that. Um, the problem with this hammock is no self-respecting pirate, or sailor for that matter, would ever buy it. I have no need of it, and if I put it in my shop... It would likely just collect dust. I-, I will take it off your hands, but probably not for as much gold as you would like.
3: No, I understand that. That makes plenty of sense. I just kind of roll it back up. Like, I'll try to unload it at the next port. I don't know what kind of captain this ship had before we acquired it. But <clears throat> You're talking to the was, right guy, but yeah. apparently he was He's not just, a very good one.
2: He's like twiddling his thumbs. He just like shrugs innocently when you say we acquired it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yes, yes, I assume you did. Hence why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Next, I go and I
3: pull out, uh, I go and I get Mr. Plug's Tidewater Cutlass.
0: Okay. Ooh. And I just
3: kind of like offered up to him, hilt first, like, I'm sure I don't need to tell you what this is. I don't believe you will have any trouble selling this, and it should more than cover the cost of squibbing the ship.
2: So how much was? How much is the Tidewater Cutlass?
3: Uh, selling price is
2: 3395 We will deal with that after. Let's get the ship outfitted first. He says, um, he "says Ah, Tidewater Cutlass," and he he grabs it with a with a practiced a practice grip. He does a couple like very half hearted like, like 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 mostly mostly with on. the wrist. Yeah, hydraulic pushes someone off the <laughs> ship. He says, "Yes," and it looks like it's in fine condition. So he uh, he sheaths the Tidewater Cutlass and he hands it to one of his sailors. He says, "Very well, that will sufficiently cover your." Cover your tab. So the process of squibbing can't be done overnight. Understand. It is a it is a very thorough project.
3: I expect nothing less from someone with your reputation.
2: This this ship in particular, he looks around. Will take about eight days to squib.
3: I assume you have some sort of uh, accommodations for me and my crew in the meantime.
2: Says yes, we have we have a a common house that you can sleep in while you're uh, waiting for the ship to be squibbed. There's appropriate bedding there, as, long, as well as uh, a- uh, an area for eating. Besides that, we don't have much to offer long-term guests, but your stay will be will be paid for, uh, considering the quality of payment that you used. Oh, that is appreciated.
3: Now, uh, I'll do my next question. Do you happen to have people around here that are looking for the work, like... Obviously, I don't want to take any of your valuable workers. I understand you've gone through the process of trading them, but uh, if there is anyone around who is looking for work, we are taking on crew.
2: It is it is not uncommon for me to, to lose members of, of my little village to uh, my customers. Not everybody who lives here works for me, uh, so you're welcome to ask around. Very well. I would prefer you not try to... Take my workers or crew from me. If you find someone that you're particularly fond of, uh, you could always come to me first and we can discuss terms on that end.
3: That is very understandable. All right. One last thing before we go, and we will leave you to get to your work. Mm -hmm. Is there anything, like, in the surrounding woods of interest? We're going to be here for a while. Maybe we would want to uh, take a hike.
2: Well, if you're in a gambling mood, you can take a... You can hike up to Godwin's Watch, and he points to the watchtower that raised the checkered flag. He doesn't come down here very often, and he's drunk himself half to death most of the time, but uh, he'll never turn down a a game of of chance. Otherwise, uh, you're welcome to explore the, the jungle. There's not a whole heck of a lot around here, though I would advise you not to stray too far inland. Uh... I have, a, I have a deal of uh, an understanding of sorts with the, with the Nagas in the area, so they don't, uh, they don't bother us here. But if you venture too far from the village, uh, that protection goes away.
3: Very well. Very well, I appreciate it. All right, everybody, to shore. We'll leave you to your work.
0: I take the skull with me.
2: <clears throat> it's a good idea. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll have a couple people help you load it <laughs> onto a ship. So you guys start uh, getting into the longboats, lowering them down. Rickety Hake actually, like, he kind of, like, intercepts a few of the crew members and he's like, he's like, take the ship into the dry dock and kind of gives them some, some orders. He doesn't really, like, look at you first or anything. He just kind of expects it to be done. Uh, He'll go down with his long, long longboat and a couple of the, a couple of the sailors that accompanied him, but the rest are going to stay on the boat. Manny, Scram, Mast Shield, one of you might uh, overhear one of the sailors that came on with Rickety, uh, kind of like elbow one of his buddies, and he'll say, uh, so uh, you think they got a disappearing corpse on on this boat? And uh, the other sailor's like, dude, not cool. It's not okay.
0: What does what that mean? That can I, can I roll, means? Means?
2: Can roll a sense motive for that? Oh, I'll
1: sense that motive.
2: 22.
4: Thank you, Manny. Yeah. That's why I'm the first mate.
2: the The sailor's reaction was, uh, it was you know like shock and anger. It was certainly something significant that happened. That that comment, like that comment, warranted something. Like I don't understand what the comment meant. If you want to know more context, you're probably gonna to have to ask around. But the the comment was the comment, was the comment stood out to you. Okay, it was something that seemed fresh and uncouth. Uh, so with that. Everybody makes their way to shore in one way or another, whether you stay on the ship or go on with one of the longboats. So anyone approaching on uh, longboats, you you approach a pair of docks, reaching out into the muddy waters of the estuary. Three small dinghies are moored here, beneath canopies made of wooden poles and dried palm fronds. Just up from the docks is a boathouse, two piers extending from the long building of rough-cut wooden planks. From your angle of approach you can see through its large opening, ropes, pulleys, and other common boathouse equipment hanging inside. Just up from the boathouse is the dry dock, a massive wedge-shaped wooden ramp rising directly from the river and up along wooden scaffolding on shore to give workers easy access to all points of a docked ship. A bit inland behind the docks and boathouse is what was once a grand building with broad wings extending from its ground floor its octagonal dome topped by a cupola cupula cupola sure whatever that is it was obviously a fine villa in its day but time and the harsh sun and rain of the slithering coast have faded its paint and cracked its boards leaving it a gray ghost of its former self a painted board above the veranda names it as Rickety's squibs smaller less grandiose hovels and sheds clapped together of floatsam and jetsam sit scattered in between this building and the docks, boathouse, and dry docks. Uh, another thing of note is, starting yesterday, uh, it started getting very hot. Oh. And it's gotten hotter since then. Yeah, so it's very hot, it's very muggy. You uh, you get to the docks, and you can just go straight up to the the main building, which is the commons. You can go into the boathouse, do whatever you want to do.
3: I will head into... Uh didn't you say there was like almost like a little village nearby or is that just that is the village, all these little houses? Yeah, the <clears> villa.
2: Uh yeah, it's just like the the common the common building. Okay. Yeah, I'll head into the building and look around, see what's there.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: head in right behind him.
2: Okay. It's the biggest building in this little this little village. It's still not that huge. Once you get inside you can see uh you can clearly see where you guys would be staying. There's like a there's like a wing for sleeping quarters uh there's like a little little ragtag shop uh, off to the side uh, and you see like a a black woman kind of like nearing middle age little uh, uh slightly overweight uh rubbing down the counter at the shop uh there's not a whole lot else to see there's uh
4: there's some people sitting down at a table eating some fried fish I'm going to actually pull the boat over to the side real quick when you were negotiating terms there I overheard one of his sailors say something about a disappearing corpse?
3: A disappearing corpse?
4: Yeah, I... Oh, I feel
3: like we've dealt enough with corpses.
4: I know, but it, it wasn't so much that as it was the reaction that the other sailor gave. He was, like, very put off by it. Just, it, it didn't seem right. All right, well, keep your ears open if you hear anything else. I'll, uh, I'll do a little
3: digging. We'll see what we can find here. All right, so, yeah, uh, I'll go up to the shopkeep then
2: and, uh... See what she's got in stock, or you walk up and she's she's got like a like a like a dirty rag rubbing the the counter. She goes, "Evening, sugar. What can I do for you?" Oh God, he's gonna fuck her.
4: <laughs> God I've seen this story her. before. <laughs> Devot, step back. I'll <laughs> talk to her.
3: <coughs> Hello, there's little lady. I'm curious uh, what you've got in stock for the. Uh, newly minted captain of a ship.
2: Oh, congratulations. Uh, let me show you what we got. And she, uh, she like goes behind the counter into like a back room and you hear like a, like a rough, like grating sound. She's like dragging this like heavy trunk out onto the main floor. She takes a key like out from betwixt her breasts and, uh, unlocks the, the chest. She sets out on the, on the counter, like one at a time. Uh, she's got some leather armor, uh, a very nice looking breastplate. The leather armor looked nice too. Uh, a very nice uh, guisarm, guisarm, mm, guisarm. A very nice looking guisarm, which actually looks like it's made of silver. She's got a like a little like tiara, which she says is a circlet of persuasion, and a uh, a magical wand. She explains it's a wand of cure light wounds. Uh, she also explains that I guess she'd be telling you all this anyway. You ha- wouldn't have to find out for yourself. The leather armor is plus one leather armor. Breastplate is masterwork. The guise arm is plus one silver guise arm, Ooh. circular persuasion, uh, wand of cure light wounds. She also has a plus two light wooden shield and a potion of fox's cunning.
1: See anything you like? I start picking up the shield and looking at it. <laughs> There's no mask on it. I see that. That's the first thing I notice.
3: <laughs> it can be painted. Well, first thing I ask her is, how open are you to uh, barter for other goods?
1: Well, we don't we don't
2: do much in the form of retail round here so I try I try not to barter too much I prefer to just get money for for everything that we have oh
3: no I completely understand I'm just uh trying to
2: there's something that that you want to barter with you can show me and I'll let you know
3: is it possible I fight with two shields yeah it's
2: as stupid as it sounds it's a turtle but, tank. yep you can you, on,
3: you only get a c bonus from one of them like whichever the higher is <sighs> but yeah. you can use two of them as
1: weapons yeah Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh my God. I'm like doing that right now. I got one shield in one hand, the other in the other hand, and I'm like, it's feeling good. Yeah, I'm getting ideas. Is he is is he okay? Is he with you?
3: Yes to the second. I'm not so sure for the first.
4: Yes, two feels way better than one. How have you never picked up two shields before? Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer. To. I
1: I block that question. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Does the mask shield actually wear a mask? No, he's got on a shield. He He has a a mask on his shield. His shield is masked. So may I propose, if you do get this second shield, you actually cut two little eye holes in it so it can be your mask. Holy fuck, dude, that's sick! Oh my god! All right. How much did you want for the shield?
3: I'll say a plus two light steel shield. I believe would be like
2: that's four thousand, two thousand. For plus (laughs) two, no,
3: no, plus one is one thousand. So yeah, four thousand. So I'm listening for her to say a price,
1: and as soon as she says a price, I'm gonna take it off. And put it's it down. gonna be
4: like four thousand one hundred and sixty. Oh, <laughs> you know who might really like something fancy and give her a good night's rest? She might like that. Yeah. She's not a pirate. She's not a sailor. She's a dainty lady. She needs a beauty rest. She's like a forty-year-old. In fact, lady. I'm already. Pi- I'm actually Manny's pitching all of this to her. Yeah, I was like,
3: that is not a bad idea, Manny. I do have this remarkably comfortable and magical hammock. Give You the greatest night of sleep you have ever had.
1: Every night. Every single night. Make a diplomacy check. Just make an intimidate check and get it over with. <laughs> oh, no, I'm trying to be nice. Take the hammock! Are you assisting me, Manny? Um, obviously. Okay. Twelve. Uh, okay, that assists.
3: Ugh. It's going to be a total of 16 with the assists.
2: She goes, mm, I don't know. I, I sleep pretty well every night. But do you have the greatest
4: night's sleep? Every night.
2: Imagine what that could do for you. You know, it'll give me the greatest night's sleep. Selling all my inventory for gold. Uh, oh, actually, I'm curious.
3: Did we ever? How much were those four pound silver ingots worth that we took off of Sandera and uh, mm. Sam Stoppins? Oh. Uh, they weren't worth thousands. No, I know that, but I just it's but those millions plus are worth. It's just <laughs> Tens of thousands. it's extra money that we yeah,
0: were. Yeah, yeah. Did dealing. the uh...
2: Uh, the silver ingots are worth twenty gold each, okay. and there's eight of them in total. Right, so that's $160. they are as good as cash.
3: So she doesn't seem interested in the hammock. I ask her, how much interest would you have in uh, a very nice uh, set of bracers of archery? It'd be something you could easily sell the next time there's someone here, and I uh, think we could come to maybe some sort of an arrangement for that.
2: Maybe, maybe. Let's see what kind of diplomacy check you got.
3: A much better one. Ooh. It's a 24.
2: Oh, you know what? The last couple ships that came around here, we were looking for bows, so, uh, so I think those might be a hot, a hot commodity right now. I'll take those off your hands. Now, in this case, you're going to be giving her those bracers at half cost. That's what I figured, because otherwise, like you're literally trading; and she's not making any money off the transaction. Right. right. No, I get that. So that's, I mean, that's twenty five hundred for the bracers. That's mm-hmm. a good start.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Were you're trading them for the shield, or.
3: The shield was third on my list, if I had enough. I really want that Masterwork Breastplate, because like, that directly helps me. And I wanted the Wand of Cure light Wounds. Because, yeah. But the Masterwork Breastplate is going to be 350. Yeah, Breastplate's 200, Masterwork's 150. So yeah, uh, Cure light Wounds is 350 as well, I think. For what? And, uh, a Wand of Cure light Wounds is 350 as well, if it's fully charged. Or 750,
2: it's 750. That sounds right.
3: So that's 1100 right there. I can spend that out of my own personal stash, which leaves us 2500 from the bracers. If you guys want to chip in and get a new shield for him, that's up to you. So how now, much
4: does the shield cost?
3: 4000 like 100 something, 4160. And we've got 2500 from the bracers, so that's another 1500,
1: 1600 that we need to to scrounge up. Is this conversation happening while I've got the two shields going? <laughs> Probably, yeah.
4: Man, I'll throw 200 at
1: it. I look at my money and just kind (laughs) of hold it out with two hands. I just feel
4: like the chances we're going to have a plus two shield that we can get are going to be pretty slim. Or not slim, but like, it's probably not going to be again anytime soon.
3: Well, I don't have any more money to throw in, so I don't know what
4: you want from me. (laughs) I have... uh, I got 200 I can throw at it.
1: 750. That's all my money. (laughs) About. So we need
3: another like 600.
1: God damn it you don't have to I we could just role play it like I've been doing like two shield fighting and then well,
3: t- uh, I will say Tom, he's doing also, the actual bartering we have other stuff that we'll be able to sell at the next port this is just what we have right now like we have uh, plenty of other stuff to sell we just can't
0: sell it here do do so, with that what I need you want. A, so I would need to put 600 into this to give him a plus two shield yes mm-hmm Ooh. I kind of, like, look up at, like, the top of my skull, like, mass shield, you better be f- worth it.
4: I want to do this under the caveat, though, that he has to put the two holes in it and use the shield as his mask.
2: That probably won't ruin the magic that made it a plus two <laughs> shield. Well, then he can
4: do it to the old shield. Fair enough. <laughs> as long as he has a shield that yes. he can use as a mask. That's the only condition of him receiving a second.
1: If you guys want to throw it down on the shield, I, I'm like... That's- it's already I'm having the time of yeah, my we, life, two-shield fighting. Yeah, All right, right so, just, so you have another shield. Looks like really? you, another, yeah. you
2: got a plus two light oh, steel shield.
1: Wow. Yeah. I got to give you guys like a, you know, a, like hugs a big old A kiss. hero yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give us your hero point. <laughs> Rip
3: it into three pieces.
4: We'll each take a third.
3: <laughs> All right. That breastplate was actually very nice because it also lowered the armor check penalty that I was dealing with. Because it's masterwork.
0: Mm. So yeah, like, it's,
4: going, it's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. There's three items here that can greatly help us all. Like, every time one of us gets better, all of us get better.
1: That's fair. So I had 762 gold. You guys need how much of that? All of it? Yeah. <laughs> Do <Dude>, it the 750 <laughs> that you offered. Uh, okay. I don't want to leave you completely penniless. Yeah, but I'd be fucking shield bountiful. What would I lack in gold I make up in shields?
3: The wand was fully charged, right? I don't know, was it? I check. Is it? No. So yeah. how much is left?
2: It has 29 charges.
3: What's full? 30? 50. 50. And I paid yeah. full price for that motherfucker. Oops. That's what I get. I meant to think of that like beforehand, and I just got so excited, like, moving on to the show. You shield. even
2: said, like, fully fully charged, this is how much wands cost. Yeah. Yeah. So 29.
3: Yep. Honestly, though, 750 gold for 29 uses of cure late wounds is still a bargain to me. Yeah. Mm. That's just more windy escapes that I can
4: use. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just need a wand of that. Oh my god! What does that put your total AC at? Twenty two. Damn, dude. That's so now you're a real whoa. war priest. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking real. get in there and say like, "Bring it on" With your double shield retardedness. <laughs> it's the turtle tank. All
3: right. Um. Oh, now that we're done shopping and Mass Shield has a shiny new toy.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I'm right in there, like just taking off my scale mail and just like throwing it on the <laughs> ground, putting on the shiny new breastplate. I thought you were
2: gonna say taking off my skin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the banging. <laughs> no, I just talked to her. So, uh, this is going to sound really strange, but, uh, have you had any sort of issue lately with dead bodies disappearing?
2: You 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 had her in a pretty good mood. She, she just made a a bunch of money. Like, mm. she usually doesn't make this much from a single right. uh, ship visit. But then you, you ask that, and her face just kind of, like, drops. Uh, like, like shadows, like, kind of form under her eyes. She goes, uh... Where did you hear something like that?
3: Oh, just here and there. Here. I, I tend not to put a lot of stock in rumors, but I, this one sounded interesting.
1: Here and there. Well, real quick, while this is going on, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just thanking uh and Scram, like, Whoa, you guys believe this? I can't believe it. What? Wow, two <laughs> shields. Here, hit hey, me, Manny. Take what a shot at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to shoot you. I cast no. Flaming Sphere. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, you
0: know...
2: She goes well. Since you ask, uh, it was the last ship we uh, we had in before before you all came in. They got caught in a in a wicked storm. I uh, yeah, so did we. Oh well, there you go. Uh, this storm, uh, it uh, it it cracked the main mast. Mast fell on uh, one of the sailors. They were able to to cut the mast free, so it didn't do any more damage, and limp their way here for repairs. Uh, they had they had the sailor in the in the lower hold clinging to life the whole time and uh when the captain found out that uh there was a druid in the town she kind of like puts her hand on her on her chest he came running to me he said you gotta you gotta come heal heal my heal my swab he's been he's been clinging to uh, clinging to life for the last two days uh so i i shuffled out there as fast as i could and uh when he brought me down to the hold it was empty first i thought he was pulling some kind of joke on me I'd, i don't care for jokes but whole face went white and everyone said he was just here he was just here spooked some of the the locals here when that story spread around so they went on with this with their squibbing. And at the end of the day it was just uh you know it was just a swab it wasn't anything they they couldn't do, deal without everyone was just a little a little spooked from it a couple days later though that sailor's body was found it was rotting inside one of the one of the shanty shacks near the docks she just points out at the the shanty town that you guys had to walk through to get to the, the commons. The thing is, the owner, the owner of the shack they found the body in. Nobody's seen him since. It's and been a, it's been about a week.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Which uh, which shack was that?
2: She'll she'll point it out. Yes, yeah. one of the shacks near the docks. You're welcome to check it out. No one wants to go in there. Uh, we moved the body, of course, but everyone's still a little uh, a little spooked from it. As I said,
3: I can imagine. Well, you guys are. Uh... Obviously, doing my ship a great service here, so we'll see if we can't figure this out for you.
2: Well, if you could solve this little mystery, I'm sure, uh, sure everyone could breathe a little easier around here. We don't, we don't see a whole lot of trouble. We don't get a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of disturbances around here. Maybe to a group of hotshot pirates, uh, a body gone missing is not a big deal. But we have a lot of time to gossip around here.
3: Oh, I'm sure. I know all about having too much time. Well, We'd- thank you for my new stuff. I hope you enjoy the, uh, I hope you're able to sell the bracers quickly. I'm sure you will have no trouble.
2: I'm sure the next ship that comes in will want those bracers. Lickety Split.
3: Indeed. I think we're going to be off. Thanks again.
2: Anytime. You can come back here for, uh, for supper in about an hour. We serve breakfast just after sunup, and, uh, that's about it. Welcome to Rickety Squibs.
3: Many thanks, Mill Oh, what is your name? I never did get it.
2: The name Chandra Bristlewick.
3: All right, well, thank you, Chandra. I'm sure we'll be seeing you around shortly. Likewise.
2: She goes back to scrubbing.
3: I don't know about you guys, but I'd like to go take a look at that shack.
2: Yeah?
4: Sure. I got two shields, that I can do anything. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. Like as
4: soon as we're out of earshot,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I clap the on the back and say, I'm proud of you not for not banging that one. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: she is not to my style.
4: I don't know, she was kind of middle-aged and ugly looking. Sounds like your style. And I kind of speed up a little bit.
3: I, like, just kind of stop for a second and, like, shake my head, just <laughs> take a deep breath, and just keep on walking. So,
2: you're walking to the shack that Chandra Bristlewick pointed out to you. You get there in, like, a minute. Okay. You open the door, and it doesn't, like, smack you in the face, but, like, it's immediately uh, apparent, like, you can just smell death. Okay. In this house,
0: detect magic.
2: You don't detect any magic. Oh, okay, all right. Everybody, uh, perception or survival check. Yeah,
3: everybody, look around.
4: Gah! Definitely, that's stinky. definitely perception. Oh, thank God. I uh, eighteen for me. I got my mask turned somehow. Mm-mm. I saw nothing. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. I was busily still Ooh. chuckling at the ribbing I laid into the, the Devon, <laughs> not paying attention <laughs> to anything other than my own cleverness. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, so Mass Shield there's really not much to look at. You've got like a hard-packed dirt floor. There's like the main room and then a chamber pot with like a curtain separating it from the main room. So Mass Shield and Devoth, you you guys can see what could either be signs of a struggle or maybe just uh, a messy house left with neglect. Uh, Mass Shield, you you can see very, very faintly in the, in the dirt in one of the corners of the main room what look like the imprints of, like, a slithering snake or some sort of tentacles or, like, some sort of, like, oblong serpentine-shaped ruts in the ground. They're very shallow, though, but they do stand out to you. Devoth! Come
3: here! Look at this! Yes, Shield, what did you find? by god i don't know
1: <laughs> take a look slithering snaking something something in the dirt
3: well the uh rickety Hank did say they have naga in the area but they're supposed to have they're not supposed to come bother the townsfolk i wonder if maybe his uh his agreement isn't holding up as well as he might hope
1: yes yes
2: we should look into this where do they go
1: Yes, they they come from here and then
2: They're really just isolated in that one spot. And uh, they don't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As you can see. <laughs>
2: oh, they're still here. Oh, there's the culprit right there.
3: <laughs> Is there like a window nearby or
2: anything that they like No. Alright. It's uh it's it's uh just a couple feet from the bed.
3: Alright. Uh, I'd like to move the bed out of the way really like check the floor check the walls look for something that because it, it like the, from what he showed me I, can i like, i can see what he was pointing out i can see like definitely there was something that kind of slithered here and didn't go anywhere else
2: mm-hmm. like it's not super far from the the signs of a struggle that you saw like uh like an upturned chair uh like a, a chipped clay mug uh but again that could just be like it, it could have just as easily have been a fight as not. Right. Uh, but it, it's a couple feet from that is where you see the.
1: It's like when you go into a room and it looks ransacked, but that's just how someone lives. So
3: yeah, you're yeah. I move the bed. I'm like checking the floor, checking the wall, looking for any sign of any sort of like trap door or like secret opening in the wall that that something might have
2: snuck in through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't find anything like that. Uh, but you do see something hidden underneath the mattress, and we'll find out what it is next week. God oh,
3: damn
4: no. it, out. Hey 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 takes a piss and he's yelling from the rooftops about the glorious amber colors spewing from his alloy <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's falling right onto scratch. <laughs> like,
0: oh, oh, could you please stop? <laughs> <laughs> It smells so bad. <laughs>